Hey guys, this is Nene. MMA. <laughs> Your last name's MMA? Wow, all this time. Test Notes it kind Podcast. Of, it kind of worked out what you ended up in, huh? If your last name's MMA. Yes. My, all day, you've been getting on my last nerve. I haven't seen you all day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Congratulations. I got a dog two months ago, I guess. No. I mean, for fight night. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, um, it was a nice... Come back from Leo mm-hmm. and earn his fight. And he won via decision. So that was unanimous nice. decision. Unanimous decision. Oh, yeah, because there's split decision. I forget. Sorry. Unanimous decision. Yeah, how was, how was the, the whole day for you? It was good. Leo won by decision. Unanimous decision. <laughs> you earned the fight. <laughs> Either you go or I'm going to punch you. Come on. You don't you, you don't want any of this. Okay. Fine. We're we get we, to the we point. Won. We won. <laughs> this is what I gotta <laughs> deal with all day. People wanna know how was the fight. It was good. Leo won by decision. Unanimously. Okay. And which means he resulted in him getting the victory. Okay. So he didn't lose. Okay. Um he won. All three judges saw it, that he won. Mm-hmm. So some people call it, would call that a unanimous decision. Okay, got it. Um, all three judges saw that he won all three rounds. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so unanimously, it was decided. This is going to be won. the first few minutes of the podcast. I'm testing the audience to see how long they truly stick around. Oh, my God. Well, I'm pretty sure half of them are already gone, okay? That was two weeks ago. Boom, boom. Everyone's gone. Okay. Everyone leaves us for the holidays. Yeah. By the way, he's a, it's a, from people that own businesses, I'm pretty sure you know how this feels that over the. Unless you own like a toy store or something. I'm sure um, you guys are booming right now. Unless you're, yeah, work for, <laughs> yeah. Toy Story, uh, Tesla, Tesla, all those big companies. Unless you want, you're one of those, like Amazon and all those. But, you know, you run an MMA gym, so I'm sorry for any of you. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hard time for a lot of people, okay? So I'm, I'm sorry if you're going through a, a tough situation with work and, and owning a business and sales are a little low. Anyway. Off a of track, dude. Off of the track. Come on, let's go back on track. All right. So we were talking about Wyatt. No, we were talking about the fight. Okay, we were there Who's since fight? five. We were there. You were there since five. Yeah, well, we were there. I since was five. there since four. <laughs> How was? What did you guys talk about? What happened at around four o'clock before the fight? No, we. What time did we, we got there? They asked us to be there at four thirty, which I thought was dumb. Because usually they ask us to be there early to do the rules meeting. But then the commissioner decided that we were going to do the rules meeting at the weigh-ins. Okay. So after everybody weighed in, we had to stick around the weigh-ins on Friday for like another 30 minutes for the rules meeting. Oh. So I didn't understand why we still had to be there early. But we got there at 4.30 and uh, Leo and Aaron, Aaron was the other corner man for this fight. Um. They got there first. I got there a little bit later. I got there at 
almost 4.45. I like to show up fashionably late. Of course. Um, That's how much you could tell you don't like to be there. Right? Yeah, because I, I don't understand. There were, <laughs> I'm not going to name names. <laughs> okay, good job. There was a gym <clears throat> that showed up right when the show was starting. Oh, wow. And it's the same gym that didn't stick around for the rules meeting at the weigh-ins. Mm. So they left early from the weigh-ins, and they got there late for the fight. Mm. Not going to say names, though. I'm a good boy. I want to be on Sansa's good list. <laughs> well, well, the show started right at 6.30. See, I don't know those things. Yeah. Because I was... In the process of wrapping Leo's hands, when someone came down and said that they were in the second round of the first fight already, mm. and that the second fight had to go up, and they were on deck. Yeah. So I was like, cool. I'm glad we said we were going to warm Leo up for the third yeah. for the third fight, and I was still wrapping his hands. Oh. Leo was fight number five. Yeah. For a second, we forgot that it was the, the fifth fight. And then once the fight came up, I was like, shoot, I thought it was the sixth one, but no. No, because uh, mm -hmm. someone dropped out. Oh, you know who dropped out? The guy that was supposed to fight me. He dropped out. So. He dropped out? Yeah, because I didn't what? see him. I didn't see him because I, I, I didn't know he was scheduled to fight until uh, Leo and I got to the weigh-ins. Mm -hmm. And we were looking at the poster, and I was like, this guy looks familiar. And I looked at the name, and I was like, ah, this is the guy that I was... The, la the third opponent that dropped out on the day I was supposed to have my last fight. Oh, wow. And Leo's like, where is he? I don't see him. And I was like, well, he dropped out the day of the weigh-in for my fight, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he dropped out again. And again, I'm not going to name names because <laughs> um, I'm shooting for Sansa's nice list this year. You've been in the naughty list since forever. I've been so on the naughty list since forever. So I'm, <laughs> time for a change. For it's yeah. time for a change. I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf. This is because you want presents for Wyatt. That's yes. the only reason why. My, my entire Christmas <laughs> list is just dog food and dog toys at this point because that's where all my money's going anyway. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, that's fun. I mean, the, the fights themselves, I guess, from my perspective, they were better than the last fight card. I um, couldn't tell. I didn't see. You didn't see them, <laughs> but, you know, some of the, there were a lot of good finishes and some of the guys were actually showing more technique. In the very first fight, I think it was um, some gym versus an, another a, gym. No, no, no. Actually, the guy wasn't. It was independent. Remember? Oh, he you was guys the guy, did say that. Yeah, without a gym, but he did a kickboxing fight and he won. And, and you know, after you told that story, I remember uh, Aaron and I were. Leo was getting still checked out by, by the doctor because before the fights, um, they get the the fighters' vitals. Before mm -hmm. and then after the fights to compare. So they have a baseline before the fight starts. Okay. That's so good. Leo was still with the paramedic or the doctor. And then Aaron and I were just sitting in the locker room. And then we saw that guy warming up. And we kind of looked at each other. It was like, that guy's going to get gassed out real fast. Because he started warming up, I think, like 30 minutes before the show even started. Oh, wow. But, been, yeah. yeah. And then just the way that he was warming up was. But... If, if I'm not mistaken, he he had a record. I think it was one and zero. The guy that he was fighting, it was he was zero and zero. So well, he was shocking for a lot of people. Oh, 
I was going to say something else, but I'm trying to get on Santa's good luck. So I'm gonna... <laughs> Again, whatever comments that you have, I mean, he still got his win. No, I wasn't going to talk about any of the fighters. Oh, okay. I was going to say something else. But, um... <laughs> there you go again. And your impulsive behavior is going to come out. listening. He knows when I'm sleeping. Oh he my... knows when I'm awake. Oh, my He's goodness. probably the only person listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> hey, it's okay. <laughs> just say it. Since there's going to be like two people listening to this podcast anyway. I was going to say... He might have heard the, the announcer, the ring announcer might have said one and all, but he also called out the wrong winner in one of the championship fights. Oh, yeah, that was intense. <laughs> that was a five-second knockout. That was a good knockout. He said the guy that got knocked out is the one that won the fight. <laughs> Did he correct himself? No. No, right? He just left the, it the, the, the fighter that got knocked out, uh, I hadn't met him at the last event. It, great kid. I looked him up a little bit more today. Yeah. He's only 18, so he's got a lot of good potential. All, all the time in the world to yeah. come back from this. Because I, I think he was two and one going into this fight. Now he's two and two. Mm-hmm. Um, he took a knockout loss real quick. Um, great kid. His name. <sighs> I forgot his name, but he was very not Now I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his first name. His last name's Serrano. Miguel Anthony? Serrano? We both we said totally different names right now. <laughs> like Miguel, no? I know his last name's Serrano. But something Serrano. Serrano's the kid that got knocked out. Mm. And the ring announcer, when he had called out the winner, he said, Winner by knockout. Something Serrano. Oh. Oh. And then he didn't say anything after that. He didn't even fix it. No. Oh no. No. Oh. So. It was a good fight, but I'm, that's just that's I'm just gonna sad. see if the promoter needs a new ring announcer. Yeah. I was like, I know someone. In the middle of the fights, he would say, Okay, so now I'm moving on into the second fight. Like he didn't even I heard that, that once. He was like, All right, moving on. It's like what? <laughs> okay. But yeah, I don't know. He's getting better each event because the first time I saw him, he wasn't even he would just introduce the the fighter by their name. He wouldn't say, you know, out of Warrior Evolution MMA with a record of blah blah blah. He would just say, and out of the red corner, yeah, Leo Solis. Yeah, now he said, um, yeah, he did say, come See, out of Chicago. I, I'm I'm a bad critic though because I'm, I'm not a bit. There, there are very few ring announcers, and and I'm. It's because See, you're I hold, WWE I style. hold a standard, even in the W. That's what I was gonna say. Even in WWE, I don't like. I don't. They're, they're, oh, I don't really like them. Before uh, you say anything, uh, this girl that's got all the popularity <laughs> right now on, on social media for them, yeah. I'm not, you know, not the biggest fan. She's growing on me a little bit, but yeah. I'm not the biggest fan. Okay, the UFC. You, him, Bruce yeah, took me Bruce some time too. to get used to because really? the goat of ring announcers, Michael Buffer. Michael, Buffer. greatest ring announcer in the history of sports. So, Michael Buffer, who is that? Let's uh, let's get ready to rumble. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like that? He does it better. Nice. Slightly better. That's a good nice. Slightly better. You held your breath for a little there. Nice. Michael Buffer, greatest. And then Howard Trinkle from WWF, mm. second greatest ring announcer ever. Huh. Interesting. And then Bruce Buffer is yeah, I like him. Up there. Yeah. He's got some he's got some good energy, but they gotta have the voice. Yes, that's it's different, and be, I guess the charisma. Like, you gotta have that type of voice that people want to listen to. But not everyone has that. I don't I think just, this ring uh, announcer had it. I I just think 
with ring announcers because they they're looking for like a certain style. Or, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they do have a responsibility to hype people up. Like I I would never do it. Like all the respect in the world to do it because yeah. Like even the 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 girl the WWE I, I think her name is um, Samantha. Yeah. Uh, she memorizes all the wrestlers' information. Really. Yeah. Wow. So she has everything memorized, and then she likes to put her own little spin on it. Hmm. But uh, the dude. She's oh. got great memory. Stop making me shit talk people. I'm not going to say anything. The dude, the other. Well, you got two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the ring announcer from Fight Card. I was not a fan of him. Oh yeah, no. He he was getting better by the end of it, but like I don't know if you remember at the beginning, he used to say yeah. the last name twice. Garcia. Because I, I think even I when he introduced you, he said, Nereida, Nene, Garcia, Garcia. Oh, no. I yeah. was like, why? What was, you know, with that guy, the first impression was not from the first fight for the second fight interview. Remember they interviewed me? Um, See, I don't remember what he said because I just remember your face the whole time. I was just awkward because when he introduced me on the camera, <laughs> he said he was, he was... And that's how I'm going to promote this podcast and we're going to get <laughs> all our old listeners back from it. Oh, my God. No, he, he introduced me with his loud voice. He's like, why are you introducing me on a webcam when no one's listening? They're, they're, oh, they're that one. I thought, I thought you were talking about the actual. No. Oh, that other interview. Oh, the, yeah, we did another the, the interview. The interview at the weigh-ins. Was, was, oh, yeah, I don't remember that. Interview. I don't think he was there for the webcam one. That was that was, that was Brian. Him. That was Brian. No, he first introduced me. Yeah, he was. He was him. Him and then Brian. Oh, I just yeah. remember Brian being there because I somehow got suckered into that interview. <laughs> I, I don't remember because it was just going to be you. Yeah. And then I think when we were setting it up. Ryan saw that I was there, and he's like, oh, you want to be part of it? I was like, sure. No. <laughs> he did say we have great interview skills. He said we were good I speakers. That. I don't remember He said, he's like, oh, you guys, you guys are good speakers. And that was before the podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was way really? so ready for that. <laughs> if you're still listening to this, find, find the old listeners. And <laughs> that was a good one. I don't even remember the, the Facebook one. I think it's still on, on Facebook. I mean, Probably. not on Facebook. No, it's on one? YouTube. YouTube. I thought those were on Facebook, though. Oh, I saw it on YouTube. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, going back to the original purpose of this podcast was about the fights. Well, I mean, Wyatt, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the fight, the fights in general because we'll get to Leos in a moment, but I think we can mention the girl fight. Yes. The it was the only girl fight. What was the weight class? One hundred and one fifty five. One fifty five, mm-hmm. kickboxing fight. Mm-hmm. One of the girls was like in her twenties, and then this lady, um, she fought a lady who you just found out she's forty two, forty two, which was impressive. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I mean fighting at that age is, is you know it's dangerous. <laughs> Let you know in a few years when that's me. Right. <laughs> Um, but the whole night, one the the younger girl, she was throwing kicks, punches. She was more active, and then it wasn't until the third fight, the third round, where the lady got like almost two knockouts from that overhand cross or something. Did she drop her twice? I 
think she I dropped there twice. I remember the first drop because that Oh no, no, she dropped it the first time. Yeah. And then the second time was just like she wobbled she her wobbled again. It, yeah, because right? yeah, I, I didn't know if that girl was gonna get up after she dropped her because she fell straight and then her arm was kinda like behind that? her. Yeah. And then she kinda did the stinky leg on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what it looks like. Yes, she did the same guys. I need to give everybody the visual. It was pretty concerning, though. It was. I'm not. I'm not taking it lightly. It's just uh, so people. What am I supposed? If I say her leg was seizing, they're gonna think it was just like shaking. No, 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 no. This is. But what it was concerning is that the ref didn't stop the fight, and they no because they had the standing eight count and kickboxing. I just think and it's that's too why much. kickboxing and and boxing have more brain damage than yeah. MMA because you could essentially get knocked out and you got eight seconds to stand back up and mm. walk two steps forward without stumbling. Yeah, and then you can go back fight again and get another get knocked right. out again. I mean, then that's what the lady did, <laughs> and that's what was going on. Yeah, because yeah. the lady was losing the fight. She lost the first two rounds. She knew yeah. she needed a big, big finish, a big finish, and yep. you know, but the. Uh, the other girl was she fought through it yep she didn't stop and then what did the refs say mm, oh, judges it? called it a draw which is never satisfying but if they gave if they gave the lady the third round a 10-8 if that was a 10-8 round and a 10-9 round uh, for the other girl the first two rounds that's how they got the draw mm. but, well, it was entertaining a lot of people were shocked Especially when she dropped. I think a lot of people didn't agree. Yeah, you know, of course. But, oh yeah, everyone was upset. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people were upset. No, I think person, everyone, okay, I, I think the only person that wasn't upset was the lady. The lady. <laughs> She's like, yeah, at least she, I got some win. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I think, and that's the thing. And this is no disrespect to to people that are outside of the sport, you know, because I think MMA is a sport that anybody can enjoy, mm -hmm. but it's not a sport that everybody understands. You know, so when you look at a fight like that and you think if you just look at it based on who won each round, the other girl won more rounds. Mm. But that's not just how you win. Yeah. It is, yes, about winning rounds, but it's the score of the rounds that really matter. And that's why you hear, you know, the, the ring announcers talk about the scoring. So right. if you win the round, you get 10 points. If you lose the round, you get nine or less. Mm. Typically, it's a nine or an eight okay. that judges give. Eights are very rare, in, at least in MMA. Mm -hmm. I think in boxing, kickboxing, because of the knockdowns and the standing eight count that they have, they're a little bit more common. Mm -hmm. But that's why they do it. So you add up the, the points at the end of it, and that's, that's how you get the winner. It's mm -hmm. not just who won each round. Right. Because I can understand the draw. I don't, and because I understand it doesn't mean I, I like the way that it is. Right. But if the other girl was just making contact with the lady more in the first and second round, but the lady did more damage in the third round and almost won, that round should essentially count more than the other two rounds, which is what, oh, okay. what happened, and that's why it was a draw. Okay. It wasn't a draw because they thought the lady won any of the first two rounds. Right. It's just how much she won yeah, the third round by. I mean, there the were really effective punches. Yeah. Like, 
to the point that she dropped her. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, and even though well, the other two, for the other two rounds, the other one, yeah, she was more active. She wasn't hitting that, like that effective. Like I don't think her punches were. She, I mean, it was, she like, was very much a point fighter. Yeah. You know, so she was scoring points, but mm -hmm. the other lady landed the damage in the third round. Yeah, that was intense. Well, that one was a good fight, and then. I can't think of any other fight right now, but now we can start with Leo. <laughs> yeah. So when I, when you went up to us after the fight and I asked you, it was just like, did you get a heart attack? And you're like, Oh, was that a five? Yeah. I had five heart attacks. Yeah. Leo. So what was that about? Well, that first round, let's start with the first round. Well, okay. Maybe I should have watched the fight again before. Okay. So as a preference or preface, um, I haven't rewatched the fight yet, so okay. I, I've, I've only I'm, I'm going off of what I remember living it. Um, yeah, of course, and, then and after, we're not expecting you to. After it. I rewatch it, maybe I'll I'll make some corrections about it, you know. But um, the first round, I felt you know because we have strategies going in. I have typical mm -hmm. starting points for for all the fighters in the first round. Yeah. Um, but you know, first round went well. I don't remember Leo getting hit with much. Well, the guy took him down, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as damage from strikes go. Oh, no. Because Leo started with the, his kicks very yeah. early in the fight. Yeah. Which was making me a little bit nervous because um, he wasn't setting him up. Mm. Um, and the other coach noticed that too because right away the other coach started saying, you know, check it and then counter because oh. he's throwing him naked. Oh, wow. Because he wasn't setting him up. Mm. And then he wasn't moving. Leo was staying in the center line. Right. You know? And I don't know if Leo heard the other coach say that, too. Because the next kick that Leo threw, the dude checked it, countered, but Leo moved. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe he heard. <laughs> and I think he, he landed something on the guy. Mm. So, very clearly, the guy wasn't liking the, the strikes. He, the dude was getting, was getting hurt by him. Because mm -hmm. at first you can tell he tried to put the poker face on, and then he couldn't hide it anymore, and he really? started making yeah, faces. Yeah, he started wow. making faces from there. Um, and then yeah, dude took. I think he engaged the wrestling first, the other guy. Yeah, and he took Leo down. That's where Leo went onto his back, and I think that's where he the triangle choke, or maybe that no, was no, no, that was towards the end. Okay. No, no, the triangle was in the second round. Okay. okay. Because in the first round, Leo, I think, was attempting a guillotine, but he wasn't in position very oh, well because yeah, yeah, he started yeah. getting up from the cage. But I think he had the guy with his left side for the guillotine and Leo's right-handed. So mm -hmm. I don't know if he's used to doing that. I don't remember what side he does his guillotine on. Yeah. But I think he usually does it on the – no, he would do it on the left side. Um, yeah. Either I, I, way, he he wasn't successful at that one. Yeah, yeah he, he just couldn't get it. the get underneath them enough. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was a scramble. I don't remember. I don't remember. And then at the end of the round, towards the end of the round, Leo caught him in a bulldog, a standing bulldog choke. Yeah, that was intense. That was right in front of me, and I can see the dude's face of panic because it was under the trend. It was it was there. Yeah. And then out of desperation, the dude just kind of threw himself back, and then ended up on the ground. Yeah. You know, and that was the end of the first round, yeah. you know, but between rounds, I was just telling Leo, you know, to stay smart, you know, because Leo tends to kind of start rushing into things. Yeah. Um, 
And, and you know, in the times that he lost, that, that's kind of where he gets caught. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he misses out on certain finishes from there. So I was just having to be smart. Uh, was he was nodding? Huh? Was he nodding, like listening to you? Yeah, he, we yeah. were we, he we were talking. He was talking. Yeah, yeah we were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, second round is a bit of a blur because the, the biggest thing I remember is a triangle choke in that round. Um, I don't remember it. <laughs> I think I mean, Le- I Leo got some takedowns. Yo, he, yeah, he did the he pinned them against the cage many yeah, times because and then he gra- he yeah he pulled his legs and got him on his back because like, that that was times. the round that Leo got got to mount and the dude swept him and that's how they ended up in the guy ended up in Leo's guard and that's when yeah. he shot up the triangle. Yep. And the dude tried to lift him up to slam him. Oh which, yeah. If you're listening and if you train. It's not a good way to get out of the triangle. And I showed you at the UFC fights, there was a highlight reel of someone slamming someone for a knockout. Yeah, I but heard. I again, heard there were two knockouts from slams this uh, Saturday's UFC card. So I think that's what that was his goal. He was trying. To I fight. mean, the the power bomb from the triangle choke has been used for a while, just because mm-hmm. of the one that I showed you, the first MMA fight that I watched was a uh, rampage and uh, Ricardo Arona. Yeah. Um, rampage power bombed the dude from the triangle choke mm-hmm. and he knocked the guy out. Yeah. You know, but happens. the problem with that is if you don't knock the person out, then you're just tightening up the triangle choke. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the guy picked up Leo, I knew if Leo could hang on to it and, you know, and Aaron did a good job as soon as um, Leo was elevated, Aaron told him, you know, to, to lift his head and tuck his chin, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Leo rounded his back and he held on to it and he, that's what kind of gave him an angle to make the choke tighter, which mm-hmm. I thought he was going to, and finish the choke from there. But yeah. the, the dude started dropping some real bad hammer fists um, that Leo would kind of lose that angle and come back to the center. I mean, Leo did a good job at covering because he, he, he was hit. Yeah. His head was away from me, so I couldn't see if they were landing. But I can just hear the thuds of the punches. Yeah, I mean, he did land a couple, but he didn't do that much damage because Leo did a good job by putting his and arm. And we forgot in the first round, that's yeah. the round that I also thought Leo was going to get a, a TKO finish with some ground and pound because oh. he had to do it up against the fence over where I was sitting. And he oh, was throwing, he throwing. The that's when the guy got up, and that's when Leo went for that bulldog joke. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, there was good ground and pound from both sides. Yeah. And the second round, that's kind of what I remember the most from the second round. Um, Leo was landing good teep kicks right yeah. down the middle. He sent the dude back. He landed some good knees to the thighs yeah, um, against the fence. Oh, those were really good knees, yeah. Everyone was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that was good. Um, the third round is where I had the biggest heart attack because that's, uh, I think Leo got caught with an uppercut. Yeah, that guy. I mean, the the difference, I well, just in that little short exchange is that Leo was a little too extended with his arms. When he was striking, he was just striking too extended. And the other guy had a more of like a small tucked, uh, like boxing style. Yeah. So as Leo came in, like with any punch, the other guy just came in inside the pocket. So he caught him right there and then. So it made sense why yeah. he would get caught because Leo wasn't really moving his head much as he was striking. Yeah. But I think that both were really tired because we noticed that both were gassed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Leo still has a lot of more conditioning, but the guy was gassed. Uh, Leo had. Because right uh, I asked him. Leo's lungs were fine. It was um, muscle fatigue that he felt. Mm, yeah. yeah. But but Le- this fight was at 145 pounds. Leo woke up Saturday morning at 165. Ooh. So he put on 20 pounds from Friday into Saturday. Wow. 
You know, the weigh-ins were, were Friday night. You know, so from Friday night to Saturday morning, early afternoon, Leo had put on 20 pounds. You know, wow. so that, you know, that's a conversation I got to have with him because that, that's a lot. You know, so that might have contributed to the muscle physique mm-hmm. because Leo did stop moving in the third round mm. um, as much as he was before. Yeah. You know, but even at that, Leo, what was the third round? He got rocked. We got a takedown. Yeah, they were both on um, clinch. There was a clinch. Yeah. And then yeah. Leo, Leo had him on the ground. I think if he would have had the energy to put on a little bit more volume behind the ground upon that he threw. Yeah. Because I was trying to, I, it got to the point where I was trying to get him step by step because the dude's ribs were wide open for, for knees mm. when Leo was on top of him, you know. Mm. So, you know, it was there. Um, like, like we said a thousand times at the beginning, Leo won. Um, I, I don't think they said the square, but I, no. I'd be surprised if they gave the other guy any and of the they, rounds. No. Um, cause I, I think it was very, very fair. The first jab that Leo threw, the dude's nose started bleeding, you know, so. You had a good jab. Yeah. And that, that started getting the other guy. Cause you could tell the other guy just wanted to intimidate Leo. And once Leo didn't get intimidated, the other guy, that, that was half of the dude's strategy, I think. Mm. Yeah. So. I mean, that's. That's what we talked about, like fighting strategies. Like the first ten sec, like the first minute, first ten seconds is like who initiates the power. Like, mm. and many times you don't have to punch him, but just when you know you got it, you're gonna show it. And Leo doesn't get scared yeah. from any, and doesn't run away from any fight. So that strategy never works on him. Yeah, but Leo's also strong, so he's willing to hit back mm-hmm. if someone hits him. So. Yeah, I mean, you can tell the other guy had a little le- less experience. You could tell the experience level was not as, you know, yeah. as as Leo's. But, I mean, he put up a fight, but I could tell he kind of gave up. Like, at the last round, I don't, I didn't see much of the guy trying to win. Yeah. I think he was just surviving the last round. Mm-hmm. And that's where Leo, he capitalized on that, and he just used his, what he knows, his mm-hmm. technique. Yeah. Which was nice. I mean, it... Definitely, Leos's fight was the longest. Yeah, because that one went all three rounds. I, well, obviously, one I of didn't, the longest. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see the, the other ones, but I think I uh, someone came up to Leo and said that that was up to that point because I think there was an intermission right after Leo. There was mm-hmm. one more fight after Leo's fight, and then there was an intermission. So people came and they started telling Leo that there was a lot of fast fights, and he was the one that that went all three rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then your stress levels came down a little bit. A little bit. Right? <laughs> so you get home and Wyatt's here bit. waiting for you. With <laughs> yeah, I think the poor guy sensed my, my stress yeah. this week. He was acting up. Well, oh, I don't. Even... Yeah. No, he was. He was. I mean, uh, throughout the day, like in the middle of the day, he was okay. But then at night, that's when he started. Yeah. You know. But I then think... when we got home from the fights on Saturday, he was pretty chill. Yeah, he was pretty. Because he sends your energy. Yeah. I'm sure. So. I woke him up. Because we got home. We got home. Cause we went to go eat after. We got home, what, close to midnight? Yeah. He was already sleeping, but yeah. woke him up and we played a little bit. And then he's like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and then what, the first time ever you stood 
afterwards to watch the fight. So not the first time ever. I mean, but you don't really stay much. No, you but usually just leave right away. Yeah, there, I mean, there were some people from Victory that I wanted to see. There you go. Um, so it was nice. See, seeing how they were doing, you know, yeah, and then, so. like I said, the the Serrano kid we had met at the prior event. I mm. wanted to watch his fight. I wanted to watch the main event, but that was going to be waiting too long. That, that kid from Victory, he lost. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the fight. Uh, mm -hmm. I just saw the pictures because it was a championship fight, so they posted a picture of all the champions. Mm -hmm. And it was his opponent with the belt. So, obviously, he lost, but I haven't seen the fight. But that, that kid really impressed me the first few times that I saw him fight. So, I wanted to see that one, but... I was really hungry at that point, and there's still like three, three, three or four fights left. Oh, there was a, like twenty something fights. 20, yeah, twenty fights. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good event. We had fun. Mm -hmm. I'm glad people showed up with their families, you know, and went to support because that's always the biggest thing. But I mean. Of course, you haven't watched the movie. I mean, the movie. <laughs> it's a there's movie. a movie about this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You haven't watched the that video that Who plays Leo? <laughs> You're so ugly. Who plays me? <laughs> right. Batista, right? Yeah, right, right. And Creed. That is Creed. Like Creed. Huh? Creed and um, Stallone. What's type of movie? Oh, I thought you said Creed. But I was like, I don't no. think Michael G, B, Michael G. Michael B. Jordan can, <laughs> can play me. I don't think I'm that dark. Oh, my God. Okay, well. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun, and we'll watch the fight again, and hopefully the next, next next time we'll watch it with Leo too, and then hopefully we can have him on a podcast one day. We can talk about his fight experience and his journey. Mm -hmm. But you know, he's a father. For many of you guys that know, he he has two kids, so he and a big boy job. So <laughs> a big boy job. He has two kids, but he's fighting. You know, and that's. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is that fighting is not easy. Like mm -hmm. putting in the work to come into the gym, do the rounds, and still go back home to your families, you know. And and on top of that, now you're putting your body through a lot, your body, your mind. And you have to have this fighting mindset. But if you really want to, this is how you can do it. Like he's a perfect example of someone that, okay, yeah, he has a family, he has a big boy job, but look, he's still fighting. Yeah. And that's because he wants it. And, and so, yeah, and I'm serious, I know having fun and stuff, but, yeah, um, you know, Leo deserves all the credit in the world for the things that he does, um, yeah. you know, because he still finds the time to train. If he, do, he doesn't make it to the gym as often as yeah. I think he would like and I would like, um, you know, but he still, he still gets, his, gets his reps in, he, he works out. Um, on his own, um, he re always represents the gym well, um, yeah. with, with respect, you know, with, with God in his corner yeah. and, and everything. And then that's what comes first, um, which is great to see because we don't see a lot of that anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but Leo still comes in, you know, and he was, he won. He didn't, his face didn't look like he won for a couple different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but he was very hard on himself after the fact, you know, and I, and I understood it because it was like, you know, I've, I know what Leo's capable of doing yeah. and he knows what Le he's capable of doing. And, and I think we both know he could have 
he could have done a little bit more in that fight and he could have gotten the finish, you know, but we just listed all the things that he does, yeah. you know, and I told him that day, it was like, we can critique it all you want later, but right now just enjoy that you walked out of the cage and you won. You know, it was, it was a hard fight. It was a hard fought battle. Like, dude was tough. He was durable. Yeah. There's no shame in that, you know? So he doesn't lie. He's still with respect. He went to go after he came back. You know, we cleaned him up a little bit, got checked out by the doctor. Um, and then he went to the other locker room to go to go see his opponent, you know? So he always has respect for the gym, for everybody, part of the community, and always with his opponents. You know, so he's he deserves credit for all that. Yeah. You know, but who also deserves the credit? Um, his wife Sandra is always supportive. You know, yeah. two kids. She takes the kids. Sometimes she goes to the gym with Leo. Yeah. So, with the kids to so that they could be there while he trains, while he gets his rounds in. Yeah. You know, she was there at the weigh-ins, and you know, so she she has to put up with him when he's cutting weight. She has to yeah. put up with him. You know, so she deserves a lot of credit. You know, because it's it's not easy, I think, for the significant other fighters that are outside of the sport to see those things and understand those things. But Sandra's always there for support, you know, and yeah. and his parents, too. Um, I understand that his, his dad was like a, a – he showed up kind of as a last-minute decision because he didn't want to go because, you know, mm -hmm. who wants to see their son get beat up? Yeah. But he knew that he had to be there. And his dad was, I think, the first one in the locker room when the fight was over to check mm -hmm. on him, you know, so shout out to, to Leo's family too, for, yeah. for being there, for supporting him and, and, and being there, you know, cause to want to be a fighter, especially at an amateur level, it, it's, it's hard because you're not making money off of an amateur fight, Yeah, you know, and it's not easy for anybody to see someone you care about and go into a situation like that, yeah. you know, but they're there for him and they support him and they celebrate him when he wins and, they still celebrate him when he when he lost. They were still there for him then, yeah. you know. And even through the losses, the two losses that he's had, they still come back to support him for his comebacks. You know, yeah. so um, a lot of credit goes to to all of them. You know, I, I've said it so many times before. I'm, it's truly an honor and a blessing for me to be able to to work with Leo and to be in his corner for all the fights that he's had because this was fight number six for him now. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've had the He's had a couple different people in his corner with him, but I've been the one that's there for all six of the fights. Yeah. You know, so it's it's always an honor um, to be in his corner and, and to be able to call him my friend um, in addition to just being my fighter. <clears throat> yeah. And from the, I guess, from the standpoint of someone that watches him at the gym and trains with him on occasion, it's, it is an honor to train with him and also see his journey. But it's also, you know, very inspirational for mm. all of us because, as you can see, not everyone's ready to fight. Not everyone's ready and willing to fight or go through the training camps and put put the work in. So mm -hmm. for all of for many of us, it's, it's a true inspiration to see him grow from when he started to who he is now. Yeah. You know, he's very kind and very respectful, very humble. But. And when we're at the gym, he helps us out. And every new person that comes in and spars him, like he takes care of your partners. Yeah. You know, he's he's always done that, and he always helps us out whenever we need, you know, mm. we need technique, we need 
fighting mentality. And he, the, the times that we're in comp team, he's, he's giving his wisdom. Yeah. And he stops some of the fighters to, you know, tell them like, hey, this is what you got to do. This is, mm. you know, give him pointers. So a lot of people are inspired by him. And yeah. I hope that he continues to do what, what he's passionate about. And hopefully he can share it with the world one day, you know. Mm. But, yeah, we're very, very thankful that he's there. You know, so thank you. And thank you for coaching all of us. And for being there for us, because we also need someone in our corner, right? Yeah. So we appreciate you and, you know, just know that what you're doing and your training is working. Thank you. So just thank you, thank you. continue to do what you know best. And if the training gets tougher, now we know why. <laughs> just for everybody that hears it. Just don't think, because when, when we went through the losses um, yeah. in May, and I think I came back a little bit tougher just because we won this one and the last one no, doesn't, doesn't mean we're mean. easing things up, you know, because no. we can still get better. You know, those were decision wins. And, you know, Leo, Leo took more damage than, than he should have in that fight. Yeah. Um, you know, so obviously we got to clean those things up, not just for him, but for everybody. Yeah. You know, and and when <laughs> when we almost got the bulldog choke, the triangle choke, the ground and pound. Mm. You know, I talk about Coach Cress a lot. Um, I've mentioned Coach Piketty a few times. Coach Piketty was the the head coach for for the wrestling team at Loyola when I was there. And I, he was, he sat in my chair just a handful of times. You know, because he was the head coach, he had other wrestlers to deal with. But the first time he sat in my chair, I was a freshman, and he was. It was just the other coaches were busy. It was during the big tournament at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. He was just there as a spectator, but he saw that there was no one in my chair. And so he came over and he sat in the chair and it was the first time that he coached me. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the few wrestling matches that I remember vividly. Mm -hmm. And he was coaching. I wanted to make a good impression because I had issues with him earlier in the season uh, because of miscommunication. So I kind of wanted to make a good impression and show him that I'm I'm better than the miscommunication that he understood of me. Um, you know, so I put on a, a hard-fought match, and it was in the second period. Um, I almost pinned my opponent. I had him on his back for a while. I just couldn't get his second shoulder to the mat in time before the round ended. Mm-hmm. And I ended up losing the match by, I think, just one or two points. And when I went over to Coach Piketty, he pat me on the back and he said, whenever you get the opportunity to finish a match, you got to finish it. Mm-hmm. There's a booger in your nose, go clean it. <laughs> and then come back and talk to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Just wait. And so I was to go clean the booger out of my nose and I went back. And you know, he mm-hmm. kind of gave me a pat on the back and just said the same thing. He's like, you had him on his back. You just needed a little bit more mm-hmm. of this to be able to, to finish it and you would have won but good job mm. you know so all those opportunities the, the almost triangle the almost bulldog choke coach Piketty's mm. voice was in the back of my head when you get the opportunity to finish take it yep you got to finish it yeah you know Leo still won but you could have avoided some of the some of the extra hits he took in the later rounds yeah you know so this for for everybody that 
is at the gym that's training that is fighting that's thinking of fighting that's fought before that wants to fight in the future you know technique is is, is key you know you got to be understand the technique as much as possible and and understand it to a level where you know what adjustments need to be made if the other person's not tapping you know who was to say that you know leo's arms didn't gas out from trying to finish the bulldog choke yeah and his legs didn't gas out from trying to finish the triangle choke yeah and that's what was making it a little bit difficult for him to finish and to to, to go forward a yeah. little bit more in that mm. third round you know yeah. so there's, there's lessons for everybody, you know, and lessons for me. Leo's made me better as a coach from the beginning. You know, it's, it's crazy to think that in a few months, it's going to be five years since Leo's first fight. You know, mm. the Warrior Evolution's about to turn five years old in, in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, it's going to be five years of Warrior Evolution. Um, Leo was the first fighter for Warrior Evolution. And that's it's a long time of working in his corner. He's made me better as a coach. Yeah. I understand coaching a little bit better. And he's he's still making me a better martial artist and a better fighter, you know, because yeah. I stepped in for the rounds with him for this training camp. Because mm -hmm. usually I just I just Watch. coach from the outside, you know. But this camp, I, I did a few rounds with him. You know, he took me down real good. He ran my face against the cage one time. He kicked me in the head another time. <laughs> um, I almost caught him in a bulldog choke earlier really? in this camp. Yeah, I think I have video of it. Maybe that's where muscle memory came you know, in, and that's why he did it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it's, whatever you train, it's cool to see stuff like that. You know, and the triangle choke was the choke that he lost in his last fight too, and he mm. almost got it in this one, and it's kind of been his his kryptonite. Mm. You know, but it's it's the sport's amazing if you yeah. if you trust it and if you let it do its thing, it can teach you a lot of stuff. Yeah, and the people that you do it with can teach you a lot of stuff. Leo's taught me so much. Um, hopefully, as much as I've taught him, hopefully, yeah. um, you know, but yeah, it was just, it was good. It was the last fight of the year. Um, I, anyone that knows me knows I like full circles. We started off the year rough with yeah. Aaron and Leo losing their fights and we ended the year with Aaron and Leo winning fights, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron as well for mm -hmm. cornering, helping corner leo and yep. yeah good you know congratulations to him as well yeah you know mm -hmm. yep that was that was i was sorry wow. the end of the 2023 fight season for us so we'll see what 2024 january leads uh, yeah january we, i think we got grappling time yep. next fights probably won't be till february mm -hmm. which i'm gonna blink my eyes three times and we're gonna be right back at cicero stadium so. <laughs> okay awesome um, but I think anything else. Yep, that that is all. This is this was the goal. This and was we made it. Yep, this this was indeed the goal. You know, and we hopefully we just get get better next year and no more losses next year. <laughs> Remember, we're all in this. It's a team effort. Mm -hmm. So how your teammates train is how you're going to train, and that's how you're going to perform and fight. So yep. we all influence each other. So hopefully, this should be a lesson for all of us. And we'll go from here. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Listening, thank you. Um, the fights will be up on YouTube shortly if they're not up already by the time this comes out. Um, we'll post it on our social media. You can follow me on all major social media platforms at TazMMA underscore fitness. 
uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Taznos. Subscribe to Nene's YouTube and Patreon at Nene MMA. Me. And follow her on Instagram at Nene underscore MMA underscore CMM. Um, that's it. Till next Ta-da. time, guys. Until next week, because, yeah, well, the holidays, we, I think last year we took a little break around the holidays. Might, might not. It seems like our listeners have already taken an early break this year. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so we're going to take a break during the holidays, potentially. Um, but we'll keep everyone posted on things that are going on yeah. um, on our social media. So follow us there. And until then, we will catch you guys all back next week. Bye.